Welcome everyone to your number one source for inspiring content from myself and other people who are putting a focus towards optimizing their health and maximizing their potential. I'll be bringing you education and conversations designed to assist you in taking your physical health, mental health and life as a whole to the next level. I am your host, Lewis Pierce, and this is the Priority Health Show. Welcome to today's episode of the Priority Health Show, episode number 10. And this episode is called The Damage from Dieting. Okay, the damage from dieting. And what I want to cover in this episode is primarily what, you know, basically the damage that you following an unlimited and endless amount of diets is actually doing to your one, to your body, and two, to your actual potential to reach that end goal that, that you're dieting for in the first place. Okay, because diets are great. Okay, they are designed to get you to a certain endpoint. They're designed to improve your health, improve your body composition, improve your confidence. But when they're misused, they are extremely damaging to your physical health, your mental health. And they actually make reaching your end goal near on impossible. That's not even that's not even an overestimate, an over-exaggeration. The more you diet the more likely you are to never reach your fat loss goal. Do you not think it's a coincidence that, um, or it's not a coincidence, sorry, that people who have been dieting their entire lives are actually heavier and heavier than they've ever been? I've got clients who I've worked with who are in their 50s. They started dieting when they were 18. They started going to Slimming World with their mum, And right now they're heavier than they were when they were 18, which is absolutely it's bonkers how someone can spend their entire life dieting and never actually get into their own goal. And in fact, being further, just the opposite happening is it's absolutely madness. So today I want to start off by talking about something called a dieting cycle. Okay. A dieting cycle. So what is a dieting cycle? It's basically when someone reaches a, a pain threshold, okay, where they have seen something, they've experienced something that's swiftly slapped them around the face and said, look, Sally, you need to start losing a bit of weight. You know, it could be they've seen a picture of themselves, they've seen their reflection in the mirror, someone said something to them, or they put on a piece of clothing that used to fit and now doesn't, okay? So they'll reach a pain threshold, and then they will go and find the diet, They'll say something along the lines of, oh, right, the diet starts tomorrow, right? We're cutting out sugar, right? Tomorrow I'm going to hit 10,000 steps every day, okay? That's usually how it goes. They'll make some kind of announcement, some kind of declaration that they're going to be making some changes. But these, these changes that they decide to make are never, ever based on facts. They never actually calculated their decision. They're a decision based on the emotion that someone has, you know, well, like I said, they're in pain, they're upset, they're sad, they're disheartened, they're devastated. And they're making this decision to start a diet or exercise more based on that painful negative feeling. It's not based on the facts of the situation, which is 
you're overweight, you're unhappy. How do we address this problem from a, from a perspective of longevity? That's my new favorite word, by the way, longevity. So you've got to take, first of all, the emotion out of the scenario. But that's what happens. Someone reaches a pain threshold. They then make a declaration that they're going to start a diet. And they will then usually do something extreme because they don't actually know how to do it. And that's not ultimately their fault. But they could probably find out if they put the, you know, the time and the investment into finding out. Most people don't want to, though. But that's neither here or there. They will, they will obviously then go and usually do something quite extreme because, like I said, they don't know what to do. They don't know how to lose weight. Um, the information on the internet is contradictory. So they just either try something that someone else has done, that a friend of theirs has done, that they got results with. They'll try that. Or they will just do something that they've done before that may have worked temporarily. So usually along the lines of couch to 5K, it's usually something that's quite popular. Or cutting out sugar, cutting out carbs, cutting out alcohol, cutting out all these different things. Yeah. And they then, because they've taken such extreme behavior, yeah, these behavior changes were made based on emotion, not on the facts of is this actually sustainable. They don't stick to it very long. They may go into an extreme deficit, lose a little bit of weight, and then they go back to eating how they were before. They have a bad day, they get stressed out, they're upset, and then they resort to eating food and just packing it all in completely. And then they start eating more, then they put the weight back on again, and then some more. That is a dieting cycle, okay? Someone gets upset with how they look, they then try a diet, they take some extreme action, and then they get disheartened or compare themselves to somebody else, have a bad day, then they quit, okay? That's a diet cycle. Now, the result of these dieting cycles, there's a couple of negatives to it. Okay, the, the main one being that as long as these cycles repeat themselves, you'll never hit your end goal. The opposite will happen, like I mentioned at the, the beginning of the episode. Um, what, what will also happen is, or primarily why that will happen, is you, you end up damaging your, your basal metabolic rate. Okay, so let me just touch on this a little bit. So when you hear someone say, oh, yeah, my, my metabolism slowed down, et cetera, et cetera, what they're essentially referring to is their basal metabolic rate, which is the amount of calories that they need to stay alive. Like if they were in a coma, it's how many calories they would need to stay alive whilst in that coma. And yes, as you get older, that metabolism does essentially slow because it, it consists of things like um, your, your muscle density. Yeah, your weight in, in as a whole, okay, your activity levels. And as you get older, you you naturally you become less active because you're getting old. Yeah, your muscle density reduces because you're getting old. So the overall calories that you burn reduce, yeah, because you're just getting older. So yes, your metabolism does slow to a certain extent, but it's neither here or there. But what happens when someone goes on to a, an extreme calorie or an extreme calorie deficit, they essentially their body has to reduce the amount of calories that they need to stay alive. Okay. You've got to remember that your body operates on a primitive level. It doesn't matter how advanced we are as a species in regards to technology and things like that. Your body still operates on a primitive basis where it has one primary objective to keep you alive. Okay. So when you start starving it, reducing food intake, which is essentially what a diet is, you are starving your body. Okay. Then it's got some kind of, it's going to have a defense mechanism. Yeah, we've been around for millions of years. We're not going to just let someone go on a diet and cut out sugar for, for six weeks in an extreme deficit and suddenly wake up with abs. That's not how it works, okay? There's defense mechanisms in place to prevent you from losing 
too much body fat. Yeah. Because like I said, it operates on a primitive basis. You know, things like famine and stuff like that were, were rife back in, you know, a scavenger days. So you've got to remember that your body is operating from that kind of standpoint, not of always oh, worried about your body confidence. It doesn't really give a crap about that. All it cares about is keeping you alive. So when you go into an extreme calorie deficit, the, the adjustments that your body makes is it, it reduces the amount of calories it actually needs. So if it can reduce the amount of calories it actually needs, it can stay alive for longer. So it will sacrifice your fundamental bodily processes. Okay, so hormone production, yeah, that will, that will reduce. Brain function will be inhibited. Okay, energy levels will reduce, right? Digestion won't be as effective. So all these things will happen. You'll start becoming more tired. You start getting headaches. You start getting brain fog, losing your memory. All these different things will happen as you start going to an extreme calorie deficit and your basal metabolic rate reduces. So for example, if the amount of calories that you need, the coma calories that I mentioned, if the amount of calories that you need for that, it's, for example, 1,200 calories. If you go into an extreme calorie deficit where you're only eating 1,200 calories, but you're still doing everything else throughout your day, you know, you're still doing your work, going to work, going for walks, taking the kids to school, doing the laundry, all these different things, doing a workout, then you're still going to be burning the calories that you were burning before. So you're, say, for example, you were burning, say, 600 calories from those, from normal daily activity. So, you, you know, going for a walk, taking the kids to school, doing a workout. Say you were normally burning 600 calories. That would mean that you would normally need about uh, 1,800 calories to stay the same. Then you're still going to be burning that amount of calories on a daily basis. So you've just reduced your calorie intake to 1,200. You're still burning 600 calories from your um, normal daily activity. So now all that's left over is 600 calories for your body to actually fuel the bodily functions that it needs to fuel, hormone production, digestion, brain function, all of those things. So essentially, based on these numbers that we're talking about here, you've reduced your BMR in this example by 50%. Yeah? You've reduced the amount of calories that you need to stay alive from 1,200 to 600. This is an example. These aren't verbatim figures. Yeah, these aren't your figures. These are an example. Just want to reiterate that. So you just reduce your BMR by 50%. And obviously, that's not sustainable. Eating 1,200 calories a day isn't sustainable for a long period of time. So what happens eventually is someone rebounds. Yeah, they go back to eating how they were before. Whereas before they were eating, say, 2,500 calories a day, 3,000 calories a day, maybe. That would have been a 1,000 calorie surplus, which means a 1,000 calories left over a day, which would have been stored as body fat. That was when your BMR was 1,200. Now your BMR is 600. So you're now in an even bigger, you're in a surplus of 600 calories extra. And this keeps happening. Every single time you go on these stupid diets, you reduce your BMR from a normal rate, from a normal level, to an extremely negative one, but then just increases that calorie surplus that you're in when you go back to eating normally, which means that you have more calories left over. Instead of having 1,000 calories left over every day stored to, be, to be stored as body fat, you now have 1,500 calories left over a day to be stored as body fat. Okay? And that's why when you go on a diet, you actually end up putting on more weight than you did beforehand. And usually when you're restricting yourself and then you go on to, you relapse and you rebound back to eating normally, you usually go to the other extreme of eating like an absolute lunatic. So now you're looking at, rather than it being a thousand calories extra you're eating, you're actually eating 500 more from your damaged metabolism and then probably another thousand on top of that from eating like a complete idiot. 
That is what happens every time you do a dieting cycle. That's why women spend their entire lives dieting from the age of 18 to the age of 60 to the day they die, they're dieting. And they're actually heavier than they were when they were 18. And this is one of the many reasons why. Because you go into extreme calorie deficits and you damage your metabolism. Yeah. Another thing happens is that, like I mentioned, your body has these defense mechanisms in place where it doesn't want to lose weight. It wants to keep you alive. So every time you go into a diet, and then, it, like I said, it puts these, this fat back on from going to a surplus again. It actually creates more fat cells, which makes it even harder for you to lose weight next time. <laughs> so not only you're, every time you do a diet cycle, not only are you making it, you're putting on more fat in the long run, every time you do a dieting cycle, you're actually making it harder and harder to then get that fat off. It's completely backwards and it's completely inhibiting your process, your progress, and you're never going to get to your end goal. The opposite is going to happen. Okay. Every time you try a diet, you restrict yourself extremely. And then you go back to eating normally. You are putting on more weight because you're eating more food. You're, you're in a bigger calorie surplus and your body is going to store more or store that body fat in new fat cells, making it harder for you to lose body fat. And this cycle will repeat multiple times a year. Okay. You've got to address this. Your body is a complex organism. You can't just trick it and shock it into losing weight. You've got to be consistent. Okay. You need a situation. You need a strategy that is moderate. Okay. So moderate changes to your lifestyle, moderate changes to your nutrition. Okay. That are then therefore sustainable so that you can then be consistent and stay in that calorie deficit, a moderate calorie deficit for a consistent period of time. That is the only way that you can lose body fat. Okay? Is making simple, small changes to your lifestyle, to your nutrition, to your exercise, so that you can actually, that you enjoy, that you can actually maintain for at least a year, if not the rest of your life. Otherwise, the weight's going to go back on again. But these are changes that need to be actually be addressed and implemented and, and made over time not an extreme behaviors, a gradual process. Yeah. And something that I do inside of my program is we initially look at energy balance so that we put someone into a sustainable calorie deficit. We give them training program and exercise regime that they actually want to do and that they enjoy that is custom to them and their menstrual cycle. So they can actually stick to it. They then start losing body fat. Okay. And then simultaneously we address the actual real issue, which is their lifestyle. Their lifestyle is a reason that they're overweight because they're stressed out they use food as a crutch they're overwhelmed they don't know what to food what food to eat they're too busy to actually plan and prepare and eat decent food yeah all these multitude of other reasons there's also a ton of mindset issues out there identifying reasons you know limiting beliefs and belief patterns and cognitive thought patterns and all these different issues that are going on as well that need to be addressed simultaneously so just going into a swim calorie deficit either by doing a stupid amount of exercise or going to a stupid, you know, a ridiculously extreme calorie deficit, both of those strategies are just daft. Okay. And like I just said, all that's going to happen is you're going to end up putting on more weight and making it more difficult for you to lose that weight. So that 20 years, 20, 30 years from now, you're actually going to be heavier than you are right now. Okay. So next time you see your reflection and it upsets you and you want to lose weight. Yeah. Get rid of that emotion. Okay, make a decision, make a plan for fat loss, 
based on the facts, based on what's sustainable. You don't have to lose a stone in a week. Okay. Losing a pound a week, every single week for a year means you lose 50 pounds. That's four stone. If my math is correct, I will double check that. A pound a week. So 14 pounds in a stone. Yeah. Yeah, 56 pounds. So if you lost a pound a week for a year, you would lose four stone. And the chances are initially you'd probably even lose it quicker than that. See what I mean? You could achieve your fat loss goal if it's four stone or less within a year. It was a little bit of consistency. Yeah. And that's by making a strategy that is that is sustainable and implies moderation. Yeah. You don't have to do anything crazy. You don't have to do anything mad. Just simple, subtle changes to your lifestyle, going into a slight calorie deficit and staying there for a consistent period of time so that you're losing a pound a week. Or you can do the alternative. Go crazy, take some extreme behavior and actually put on four stone in a year. The choice is yours, ladies. Cool. That's it. That is today's episode Hopefully you've enjoyed it. Hopefully I've given you some knowledge bombs that kind of open your eyes to the, the better way to lose weight, a safer way to lose weight, a more enjoyable way to lose weight. And as always, if you need any help with any of this, okay, you can drop me an email, lewis at lewispierce.com. Drop me a message through Facebook or Instagram. All the information you can find, if you listen to this on Spotify or YouTube, you can find all the information in the show notes for this episode. Once again, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you for checking out the episode. Have a fantastic day and I will see you in the next one. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap for today. If you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe so you don't miss any future shows and I'd love to get your feedback. So feel free to leave me a review regardless of whether you loved it or hated it. If you want to join the podcast community on Facebook or find out more about today's episode, please check out the show notes for all the additional information. See you next week.